Welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm your host, Lisa Foster. And Real Life Moms is a podcast that's all about real conversations and real life issues that parents deal with every day. Our mission is to connect moms by talking about these topics and to continue those conversations through our Real Life Moms Facebook group, where we would love for you to become part of this community. Today, I'll be talking with my dear friend, Olivia Epi, on a really important topic of rejection and how it affects our kids and ourselves. Hi, Olivia. Hello. Thanks so much for coming and joining me on my show today. Happy to. This sounds like fun. So today we are going to discuss rejection and (laughs) just how we can support our kids through this process because rejection is just like I feel like it's a bummer like nobody likes to be rejected in life right right but for kids it's like it's also sometimes really hard for them to understand like the why is behind it and it's Mm -hmm. just so personal right like it just gets so personal I feel like it's definitely a skill that you have to work on for the rest of your life because I feel like rejection is it's ongoing, you know, it happens all the time, whether it's at work or school or even in your family, you know, it's definitely something everyone will experience throughout their entire lifetime. Yeah. And that's a great point because as a kid having rejection, it's a great practice, right? (laughs) They're not going to look at it that way, but it is great practice for later on in life. Yes, (laughs) for sure. For sure. I think, I think the biggest thing I have problems with when Mm -hmm. it's my kids and rejection, I get so emotionally attached, I think, to whatever they're doing, you know, whether it's a job or a school play or whatever it is, a Mm -hmm. team, whatever, they're so excited, right, of like, being on it. I'm on that journey, too. I am so excited when they get rejected or don't get the part or don't get on the team. All of a sudden, it's like (laughs) hard for me to comfort them because I'm I'm dealing with my own issue (laughs) initially. Yes. And you're an extension of them, right? And some a lot of times you prep them for whatever it is that they're going out for. You know, you're part of the team that helped them prepare for whatever it was. So it's a little extension of you. Um, I do have to say my, so I have four kids. I feel like my oldest daughter, she hasn't been rejected a lot. She, she's a model child. And I think I've told you that in the past and other, you you know, so she has gotten things easily in her life. Mm. You know, she's always been at the top of her class. She is talented. You know, she's a Mm. go-getter. She's very assertive in a lot of things. So she's in college now. She's going to graduate this semester. She'll be done. She didn't get like certain internships and certain jobs. Uh, And so when she didn't get one, I mean, she was really bummed, really, really bummed, which I totally get. You know, I've been there. Yeah. Um, And and she's away for the first time. So it's not even like, you know, if she had some of this experience when she was younger, you could have been maybe there for her you know, but now she's like alone and dealing with exactly for, and I had to actually talk her through Mm. the whole process of, you know, this wasn't meant for you. This, you don't want to have to like make yourself, you know what I mean? Like, I know that the job was kind of what she wanted, but in the end, if they didn't feel like she was the right fit for their company, then there might be a bigger bigger thing going on there. Yeah. I know. And that's, 
And that's always, I feel like that's always my go-to uh-huh. <laughs> whenever they don't get something they were really hoping for. I'm always like, mm-hmm. well, universe, the universe yes. spoke. Yes. <laughs> and yes. there's probably a bigger plan mm-hmm. that maybe, you know, this wasn't a really good opportunity for you. We don't know why, you know, yes. and that's always the hard yes. part, right? Exactly. Because they never know why at the time. And but usually if you go back to it, they do see like, oh, yeah, I would have hated this. Or right. if I did this, I couldn't have done that. And exactly. there usually is a bigger picture to it. So I, yes. I use that all the time. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I don't, know how, I don't know how comforting it is to the kids, but it makes right. me feel better <laughs> in <laughs> my rejection true. that I'm trying to get over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think for everybody, regardless of age or where you are in life, like sometimes you don't, the reasoning of why that didn't happen doesn't reveal itself until much, much later. Yeah. And I think another piece of rejection is it, it, it isn't always personal, right? Like I yes. think, we think of rejection yes. on, automatically, like you don't get the job, right? Or or whatever, you don't get in the show, right? It's mm-hmm. like all of a sudden it's, it is personal. I'm bad. I, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And it's all that, what, whatever. It isn't always, you know, that you weren't good enough for this position. It could be mm-hmm. so many different reasons why you didn't get it, right? Yeah. But it's hard not to go right to, like it's me. Like, it'd be nice to be like, Oh, I didn't get it. Nah, wasn't me. Like that, that, That's what I want to be able to do next time. You know, like, nah, yes. it must have been something else. It is hard to not take it personally. I mean, I have to still do that. I think I, I told you last week, like, um, you know, cause I, I do speech therapy. And so my clients do mm-hmm. have a say in who they want to work with. Well, yes. you know, they do yes. and they don't. So I get assigned to these families to work with on, on their therapy and stuff. The majority of my families are okay working with me, but then once in a while, there's a family that, <laughs> that requests one. somebody new. Yeah. And that happened last, you know, a couple of weeks ago for the first time in years. But, you know, now that I think about it, now that we're talking out loud like this, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like it kind of keeps you from getting complacent. But but right? it is. It's hard. It's very, it's very personal, no matter what age. <laughs> No right. What age you are, exactly. which is maybe why it's so hard to comfort for me, yeah. my child, because I obviously still have to work on it myself. Yeah, <laughs> so, moving yeah. on, moving on, I think is a is a big piece to mm-hmm. after being rejected, right? Like it's one thing to be rejected and and like take that in and be like okay with it, but then the moving on from mm-hmm. whatever you wanted, mm-hmm. right, is right is also a whole nother thing, right? Finding the yeah. next thing and, and being able to be like, okay, I'm done with that. That has closed. And there is, you know, people have said you need a, your door to close to open uh-huh. another one. And we forget that, I think, sometimes that it's okay to close it because there's yeah. a lot more waiting on the other side. Yes. I mean, rejection comes in so many forms. I know it's kind of a really big top. I feel like there should be another word. I almost feel like <laughs> there has to be a synonym that sounds a little better, but yeah, um, you can make one up. Yeah. And I think listening to us talking, I feel like um, in my mind, I'm feeling like, you know, it's funny that failure and rejection, they seem like they go together. But, but I'm feeling <laughs> that maybe, maybe that should be separated, right? Because mm-hmm. You know, just because you rejected didn't mean it doesn't really mean you failed. Because once again, yeah. it shouldn't be really personal, right? For some yeah. reason we're just thinking immediately that rejection and failure are just hand in hand. And I think maybe yeah. in our minds we have to like change that a little bit. And you know, I love Simon Sinek and his book The End Game. 
if we really put his perspective in this, um, okay. where you're doing things, right, for a specific cause or a reason, right? Like, again, right, if you want to be right. on a dance team, you're not trying out and practicing just for that one moment to make that team, right? You're, yes. you're practicing to be better because mm-hmm. you want to be better. It's a love, right? So yes. making the yep. team is a bonus, but you know what? You went to tryouts all week and you've improved and you've met right. people who, even if they're better than you, have inspired you that the end game is still reached. And that's not rejection, yes. right? Yes. So I think yes. that's a whole maybe another way of looking at things and, Absolutely. Um, and doing that. And, and I did that with my daughter, you know. When she was when she was trying out for her dance yeah. team, she did uh-huh. make it, so that was a win. Yes, but I know, um, great. Yes. I know it's great and it's life changing. She loves it, but but <laughs> the thing was yeah. the week was the week was long um, and <laughs> right. intense, um, and yeah. she was going up with people who you know were dancing and dance companies, and she mm-hmm. had taken a break from her. But you know she was like petrified, and I said to her, mm-hmm. I said, "Well, you love to dance." Right. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to look at the other kids and, you know, we can be inspired by those kids because great, they're better than you. That's awesome because now that's going to make you better. You know, the end game is that you don't want to just dance for this. You want to keep dancing. Right. So Mm -hmm. play that end game and be inspired by those better dancers, you know, live up to your potential and then have fun. Right. And granted, it all turned out good. And if it didn't, I mean, it might be a bad story right now but I think I think that's also something to look at too is really these life lessons that we really can take with us and and what is your why for doing something oh yeah you know you mentioned like there's people better you know like I tell my kids that all the time there's always 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 someone bigger better brighter smarter you know like and you have to just look at your where you're starting at and where your end point is or yeah like your growth potential because you can't I mean there's just so much, there's so many levels of ability out there. You yeah. Know? You, being the best too. I mean, that's not really the easiest. There's a lot of pressure to maintain that, to look at your child's mm-hmm. starting point mm-hmm. and how far they've come. We should be celebrating right. more often for the little achievements that we don't even notice that the kids mm-hmm. are, are doing more. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Little baby steps add up. Those are what add up to like those really big accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Like those are all the building blocks for the things that they're going to accomplish later. So all these little. So it's not always, not always achieving the goal itself, but Mm -hmm. achieving these little milestones that we have Mm -hmm. to celebrate. Sometimes I feel like kids are actually better at being rejected than parents are. And I feel like sometimes we put our own influences in their reaction. Oh Um, my gosh, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And I remember, so there was a time like my daughter, like your daughter does acting Mm -hmm. and shows Mm -hmm. like that. And she was trying out for a show that she wanted so bad, right? Like she wanted it so bad. This was like the end all be all. And, right. and all yeah. her friends are also trying out and she didn't get it, you know, and yeah. she was definitely devastated. And mm-hmm. I, of course, as a mom, like yeah. was rooting and like was yeah. also devastated. And, you know, I oh, almost went down yeah. this little bit of rabbit hole of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. but before I could even do that, that was my initial reaction. Right. Yeah. Um, like, but before I can even do that, um, she picked herself up. 
uh-huh. she congratulated her friends. Uh-huh. She she like taught me. I've never been so proud of her because oh. she actually meant it. She actually was so happy oh. for her friends that actually got in, it. even though that was her dream you know that I was like wait take a note and a lesson she didn't bad mouth one kid like they were you know because you can easily go down the hole of like well that kid's not I was better than that one I can't believe they even got it none of that and she was like what 12 at the time to me that in itself is a success yeah exactly to me not getting into that show was the best thing that could have ever happened because I would have never even known that she had that in her I was more proud of that (laughs) than if she would have gotten it it was just amazing and then of Mm -hmm. course that door closed and two more open and better opportunities for her Mm -hmm. at the time and right. and just goes to show, like sometimes we don't get things because there are things waiting for Something us. Something else that is yes. that because in itself is huge. I think it's easy for us to even like get on that bad wagon <laughs> and to like make them right. feel like, oh, you're so much better than they were, you know, like you know, make them feel better. But honestly, right. like that's not good. <laughs> like that right. is not, not the thing that we should be doing. Like we should never have to put somebody else down. To rise or to make up. yourself. Yes, that is the lesson right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is the, a really big lesson. So yeah, so speaking of like this acting stuff, so I was talking about my older daughter earlier because everything came easy for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the flip side, my youngest, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's been doing the acting thing and has yeah. been through probably hundreds of auditions at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, is very um what do you call like rejection does not phase her <laughs> so on the flip side to that you know if you, so, if you get enough if you get enough rejection yeah. so oh my god <laughs> she has had a fair amount like a lot she's had a lot she auditions almost like when it's super busy in that pilot season at the start of the year she'll get like anywhere from two to five a week so it just depends mm-hmm. right so that's plenty to go around a lot of rejection there to go <laughs> a lot around. Of rejection. yeah and so um so when her sister didn't get a couple jobs earlier mm-hmm. you know like a, a year or so ago or whenever it was um you know I have one daughter who's like bawling her eyes out that my older one because she didn't get it. Whereas my youngest is like giving all those, everything that we're kind of talking about right now. She kind yeah. of has the maturity to say, well, you know, they have their reasons for not hiring you and, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like all so was she stuff. giving, was so, she giving your, uh, your older daughter? So your younger yeah, daughter is like, like, she's 14 yeah. now, right? Yeah, right. She's 14 yes. now. She's giving your older daughter who is like almost graduating college. Yes. Like in her 20s, like her early uh, this 20s. This worldly advice of, you yes. know, that's that's amazing, actually. Which that's I find amazing. like so crazy because uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, you're right. She's She hasn't gotten like, when you think about it, out of the hundreds of auditions, she's only booked three, four-ish kind of thing. Right. Yeah, she's, she you works know, hard. So the percentage is crazy. But because she's gone through it multiple multiple times mm-hmm. you know she had those words of wisdom for her sister yeah so she there is that contrast there of me seeing like my older one not experiencing as much as mm-hmm. my younger one and has a harder time dealing with rejection than her little mm-hmm. sister can't yeah, control right. anything right like you really yeah. cannot control what the director and whatever you know the casting and stuff that you can't control what they're looking for like they know when they watch your quick introduction like if they're envisioning like 
a girl with long, flowy, blonde, well, hair, whatever, and braids or whatever, and she doesn't fit that, then mm-hmm. she's automatically cut within right. five seconds. And that's just how it goes. It has nothing right. to do with her skill mm-hmm. or whatever. And well, she's exactly. experienced that. Yeah, and she yeah. understands. So she's probably probably learned that rejection doesn't mean failure because it's not they're not always rejecting you on your talent, right? Right. It could be your height. It could be your hair color. It could be things that are not in your control. So maybe in some ways she's already learned that like rejection doesn't actually mean that I'm bad. It just means I'm I'm not what they want, right? Right. Um, Right. Because I don't know you get that in like other forms, right, of rejection. Like a a job, right? They don't Mm -hmm. pick you and it's not usually your hair color, right? Hopefully it's not. Like we only hire right. blondes, you know? Like, right. <laughs> so that, or That's like if you, right. or if you get dumped by your boyfriend, right? Right. Or, right. or something like that. It's also kind of a little bit more personal. So right. yeah. So, but, right. but it's kind of nice that she learned like this lesson in a, in an industry that's tough, but in an industry oh that gosh, yeah. it's not all about your talent. It's about like, right. do you fit oh my the gosh. costume or do you fit? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I, here's a question for you because yeah. you have, you know, four and two mm-hmm. boys and two girls. So mm-hmm. do you feel like um, any difference when your boys have something that happens that we're going to call rejection or mm-hmm. compared to your girls? They're different. And I mm-hmm. feel like... I feel like the girls are more open about talking about oh, it, yes. whereas the boys, um, and I, I don't know, like, my boys are not very chatty about stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And so they try to kind of man up, or I don't know, what they're not, and even in general, they're not as chatty mm-hmm. as my girls, but... So. And, I, and I'm thinking about my son, too, because he's younger, you know, he's... Mm-hmm in middle school but mm-hmm. yeah he is quiet you know and yeah. uh, and it's it is really he's he's not necessarily quiet but he doesn't really communicate you know all uh-huh. the things that i think that right. are going on whereas you know daughters mm-hmm. come home and they're like blah yeah, <laughs> right? they just kind of word vomit you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> everything comes out and what and it's yes. exhausting really i mean sometimes yeah. i just have to walk out of the room for a minute because i'm like i am exhausted from hearing all these words and emotions all true. The same time. but then my son is like I'm literally like, yanking stuff out. Like yes. I'm bribing him half the time to talk. Like yes. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm only driving you here if you tell me one thing about whatever it is. Right. Um, uh-huh. to to get him to say something. But it it is true. It's and I know mm-hmm. he's you know definitely felt rejection because you know middle school like everyone feels rejected oh in God. every way and yeah um, it's the worst yeah middle yeah. school is so tough you know it, it it comes out in like a sentence you know like one <laughs> sentence and it's gone yes and yeah. there's no, very no feeling and therefore mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm actually doing as good of a job like I don't know if he didn't get the part in the play would he have the same right. reaction because I've talked to my daughter about this stuff but mm-hmm. you know with him it's 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 different it's a different kind of conversation you know it's it really is. harder I feel it is it's totally different and I feel like boy friendships mm-hmm. are different you know how yeah. boys interact with each other what we mm-hmm. know when they're on a team or or whatever their extracurriculars or whatever their school um, social scene looks like or whatever I feel like in general they relate to their friendships different 
Yeah. Um, you know, they're not friends anymore. They're just not friends. <laughs> you know, they're, you know, yeah, uh, someone moved away. Kind of, you feel like, um, I don't know, it's just like I'm a woman, you know, so I feel like it feels like it has to be more, but maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Um, I feel like girls will talk on the phone for lengths of time and things and boys like I don't really see my son my son the only time he's like having conversations on the phone are with girls you know girlfriends yeah. not girlfriends yeah. but friends that are yeah. girls but I don't see those same yeah, conversations not- <laughs> with other guys right like that yeah so my son invites his friends over but mm-hmm. you know they're not chatting in a circle like girls are you know like doing mm-hmm. whatever their spa things or whatever gossiping they're downstairs in the basement watching a game or a fight mm-hmm. or so their their social relationships are so different like they're down there screaming at the the tv right uh, they're still not you know right yeah. they're playing a video game together or they're exactly a video game a sport right. event or something yes. right they're not necessarily whereas girls you come in and they're chatting with each other about the yeah. movie or whatever yes. they're doing yeah right? yeah, so yeah they can they have so many more outlets to express yeah themselves yeah. right and so that's why it's that's an interesting topic you know rejection in in sons or um mm-hmm. you know in, in yeah in sons and males and so yeah like it's not gosh that that is something it's deep pop- right <laughs> and now yeah. and now actually i'm a little anxious about it. i'm like oh my god i gotta go talk to my son <laughs> like maybe right? i have to talk and see how he not that he's gonna actually say anything to me but right. um but yeah, I do find, I do find if there's mm-hmm. some sort of motor activity, he will mm-hmm. discuss more. And I've heard this, I have ah. another friend who told me this once, like, so like for us, you know, we go for walks a lot. So we just like ah. walked on a trail this afternoon yeah. and words Good come idea. out or if we're throwing a ball back and forth, he'll, he'll discuss idea. more. And yeah. I even said that to him once, I said, you know, one of my friends told me that like, if you're, if you're being active, then boys tend to talk more. And then huh. as, as we were throwing this football around, he goes, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know what? I feel like talking. And then, you know, wow. for a while he was like, Hey, let's go throw the football. And I was like, oh, cause he feels like talking, but then we stopped throwing the football. Cause let's face facts. Mm-hmm. I don't like throwing the football. That is not something <laughs> I want right? to do. Right. Um, so yeah, we started doing walks, but now like, but then yeah, I, we kind of you know faded. But today we went, and yeah, he did talk more. So that might be something. Just uh-huh. you know, FYI out there for those that have boys. That's a great idea. If they're doing a motor skill, they'll be more open to talking. That, so. I'm gonna have to experiment yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll call you, idea. and you'll be running with your twenty year old son, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'm like, so like, out of shape. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I do, I do worry. I do worry for those boys. I feel like the girls take things like rejection maybe a little harder because they're emotional. Yeah, emotional. Yes, but I, do. I boys maybe also do, but we don't hear it because they're not right. They don't talk. About, right. you know, they're not telling us. They're not communicating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. Yeah. yeah. So my older son, um, you know, put in for uh, what is it? A study abroad in Lithuania oh. of all places. But he had to put in an application and then you kind of make a certain round, you know, there's how many rounds of finally getting chosen, but he didn't get chosen. So I just thought about this because he talked to to me about this the other day, but he didn't get chosen, which Mm -hmm. was fine. You know, again, it it is what it is. Right. But um, he didn't seem to be all affected by it, just what it is. And he goes, you know, it's, you know, a lot of people applied for it and um, I made it, you know, I just kind of made it to this round and that was the end of it. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, with the daughters, 
yeah like why did daughter. i get in oh they don't what like me am i not good and yeah, yeah. there's all sorts of she's things that come crying. out yeah. yeah she's crying like oh you know i made it to this round and then they put they chose the other person or whatever and she's like super like needing to talk about it and and yeah. crying and i didn't get it and you know all that stuff so and, just there's I have that to difference. wonder is it mm-hmm. is it as simple as they can brush it off it's not right. as emotional or is mm-hmm. it more emotional but we're not hearing it and and that I guess is a little bit of the scarier part for me because right. like I do know think that they have okay. to be affected yeah. I mean if they applied and they put all this mm-hmm. effort in they had to right. want it a little bit more than they're like letting on so right. and I don't and I and it may be subconsciously I mean me they're not even aware that they're you know but mm-hmm. that is interesting we will have to look into that a little bit more and, and it makes yeah. me really feel like I have to sit with my son a little right. bit more or take or not yes. sit maybe go for mm-hmm. a run or take some walks yeah. or throw a football yeah. um, a little bit more to really get him talking about things like that because right because they need those skills later on right yeah. as things get yeah. bigger and and they should feel like things are important right like mm-hmm. not and not just right. like, eh, it's okay i mean cuz that's my son is like eh, whatever like just right. so bad about right. things but right but that, that probably be so worrisome Exactly. So I now that I think about it and kind of looking back on that conversation, I probably should have dug a little bit more. You know, know, like because it's easy. (laughs) It's so much easier to be like, oh, you're not affected. Yay. Let's go do something else because I have a hundred other things to do, right? (laughs) It's so much easier. Whereas the girl, it's like you have to sit with in comfort, right? But right. yeah, at least for my right. daughter. I mean, not everybody, but like, um, but yeah, it's so much easier. So we let it go. But you're right. Like, I, you know what? I'm going to make a pact right now with you mm-hmm. to say next time, anything, yeah, when something, yeah, we when something like that happens, at least three questions, three follow up, right. digging deeper questions, just to okay. make sure that they're okay. Right. That's what I, yeah, because yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there has to be a bummer part there for, you know, from his there perspective. Has, he didn't convey that. Yeah, um, so he closed the door, but he moved. Right. And there you go. He closed the door and he moved on. So right. it sounds right. like that was healthy. Right. Um, you know, is there anything that you think yeah. is a good takeaway from this conversation or just in general about rejection? I mean, I learned a lot, actually. <laughs> My personal experience just in my own family mm-hmm. is it's definitely a skill that you can you know kind of learn to deal with effectively um and just based on my two daughters different uh experiences with it yes mm-hmm. like the more it happens uh, the better you get at dealing with it you know mm-hmm. just based on my own family unit you know between the girls and stuff mm-hmm. that um I think as long as you learn how to deal with it in a healthy way that you can get over it and yeah. move on to the next opportunity. Yeah. So, and I also think it doesn't have to equal that. It doesn't have to equal failure and mm-hmm. it, and we can learn and grow from rejection. Yeah. And that's, and that's what yeah. it should do for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Making it into a, a growing and a growth to do better and inspire us to do more. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you, Olivia, for just talking about rejection. I mean, you never know where these conversations are going to go. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, honestly, I learned so much from talking to you today and just, you know, looking at things differently. So this was really fun. 
Yeah, same here. This was super fun. Thank you so much for coming and listening to our show today. I have learned so much on this topic just talking with Olivia today, and I hope you learned something too. Please come join us on our Facebook page, Real Life Moms, where we can continue to connect about this topic or any other topics. And don't forget to follow Real Life Moms so you don't miss an episode.